welcome back to the Face Off Spot. This is your host, Adam Larson, and I'd like to thank you guys for tuning into another episode. I always appreciate it when you guys tune in, and I'd also like to thank our sponsors, Howie's Hockey Tape Company, for sponsoring the show. We have a coupon code for the show, so if you'd like to get 10% off of any of your Howie's Hockey purchases, please enter FACEOFF10, that's FACEOFF, and the number 10 into the coupon code to receive your 10% off and to help support the show. Uh, another way that you can support the show is by sharing these episodes. You'll be entered to win some cool Howie's Hockey gear that we will give away at the end of each month. So I wanted to give a shout out to Ho Howie's Hockey. And this is a special episode. I know I say all the episodes are special, but this is a special episode. As a lot of you guys know, I'm, I'm from Oklahoma, Tulsa to be specific. I've been in living in Texas for quite some time, and I'm kind of aware of what's going on down here, but I'm going to go check in back with Oklahoma at this really, really cool event. Um, some people are going to know what Bedlam means to people in Oklahoma. Some of the listeners won't, but anybody that knows about Bedlam knows it's a big deal, okay? You have OSU. You have OSU. And I know that within states, there's, there's rivalries, but I've never personally seen anything like I have the rivalry between OU and OSU. And it turns out they're going to hold a little game at the uh, BOK Center in Tulsa. This is going to be on Saturday, November 5th. It's going to be at 4 p.m., okay? This is a big deal for multiple reasons. This is being supported by the Tulsa Oilers. This is at the BOK Center, which is one of the nicest uh, uh, stadiums or, and or arenas that uh, I've ever been to. Um, and as being an OSU alumni, part of me is, one, very excited to see everything that's been happening. Uh, you know, in the past decade, as far as uh, uh, collegiate hockey in the state of Oklahoma is going. But another part is, man, I'm sad I missed out on this. But uh, we're here today to talk to a couple people. We're going to talk to Jacob Thompson, who is the uh, president of the OSU Cowboys uh, hockey team. And then we're also going to talk to Ethan McKinley uh, from the OU squad, who does uh, just a little bit of everything, kind of a jack of all trades. But uh, anyway, boys, uh, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, are you guys ready to talk about hockey? Oh yeah, yeah we're, for sure. Yeah, I would really love to use a Howie's code for our team order coming up. So, <laughs> hey, there you go. That's a good way to support the show, and uh, it kind of it kind of lets Howie's know, like, hey, there's some people listening to the show, and then uh, you obviously get your discount. But uh, you know, if you're making those large orders, ten percent, it really starts to uh, starts to add up there. So uh, yeah, you can do that as well as anybody else. But uh, Yet again, we'd like to definitely thank Howie's Hockey. But um, so I kind of wanted to, to start this uh, episode off kind of the way that I do a lot of the episodes. I, I really want uh, our listeners to get, uh, to get to know the guests uh, that are on here on the show. And I know that Ethan and I have talked uh, a little bit kind of about uh, his upbringing uh, into hockey, but uh, it was before we started recording. So uh, Ethan, um, if you don't mind, can you kind of just talk about, talk about how you got uh, interested in the sport and how, uh, how you started playing? Uh, that, I'm going to make it very sweet, but um, I'm originally from Odessa, Texas. So you probably know the Odessa Jackals back in the CHL. So that was the team I hooked on and absolutely fell in love with hockey. Normally it's Friday Night Lights, Permian football, but um, mm -hmm. I grew up um, in West Texas playing. And then I moved to Dallas, played a couple years of Dallas Stars Elite, as well as uh, McKinney High School hockey and a couple of AA programs here and there. And then I hit juniors, um, junior hockey when I was 16, had no idea what I was doing. And so I went around the country for four years and I committed to originally Anna Maria College, which is a NCAA Division three school up in Massachusetts. And then COVID hit. And so 
Um, as soon as COVID kind of um, lifted off of the New England area, um, I realized that I wasn't needed nor wanted in New England. And so I was looking around. I wanted to get back home, back down south. And OU was kind of a landing spot. And as soon as I got here day one, I absolutely fell in love with it. And now I'm to the point of helping out uh, prepare our next season in a large way. So I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to be an Oklahoma Sooner. Um, my mom's actually a UT uh, alumni. She played soccer at uh, University of Texas. So uh, she kind of was very upset that I'm now a Sooner, but she's very proud of seeing the hockey landscape and seeing what how big of a sport hockey is in um, the Oklahoma City area. Well, that, that's awesome. And, you know, I'm not saying that your mother needs to go get one of those big signs that says house divided, but I always like to see those. They always kind of give me a, a good little chuckle because, you know, um, but, 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 you know, personally for me, um, you know, I went to OSU, but I always would rather pick OU over Texas. Now I live down here in Texas. I'm surrounded by Longhorns fans uh, and there's a lot uh -huh. of uh, Texas listeners here. So maybe I should be polite. But, uh, you know, I, I, I as soon as I left the state, um, I still held uh, both teams in, in high regard there. So I think you made the right choice there, uh, Ethan. I think you made the right choice and uh, uh, going to OU. But uh, either way, um, Jacob, um, can you kind of tell us about uh, how you got involved in the sport? And uh, yeah, catch, catch us up on what you're up to. Uh, yeah, so I was originally born in Georgia, and that's kind of where I learned how to skate when I was three. And then we moved to Texas when I was four. Uh, we got thrown into the youth hockey program. And from there, I just fell in love with it. Uh, I played just double A my whole career. Uh, for the, uh, most, most of my career has been with the McKinney North Stars. Um, the organization's great. Um, we won two times state champions. Um, and I actually, so my plan, I didn't really want to go to juniors because I've always wanted to go into the Army. So um, I kind of, I, I picked OSU because of their, well, one, the campus is great, and two, because of their ROTC program, because uh, I got a four-year scholarship for ROTC, so the Army pays for my college, and then I have nine years as an officer after, which is exactly what I wanted to do. So um, I, I thought hockey was over after high school. That was just kind of, I was like, okay, and it's time to focus on the military and everything like that. And then, I don't know, I, I, uh, it kind of hit me. I was, I, I was missing hockey freshman year, because, I mean, obviously we didn't have a team back then, and and I, I met the Baylor vice president and he was telling me how they created a team this past year. This is going to be the first season. And I was like, well, I mean, if they can create a team and, you know, OU and UCL have hockey, I'm like, well, you know, why the hell doesn't, doesn't OSU have hockey? So I, I kind of, in July, um, uh, in between freshman year and sophomore year, I was like, all right, you know what, let's just see what happens. Like, we're going to, we're going to go for it. I created the social media. And then it kind of kicked off from there. And I just, uh, I don't know. I think just my, I just missed hockey way too much to not even, to not try to get a team going. Yeah. Well, well, and it's one of those things, Jacob, that, uh, because uh, I was, let's see, I graduated, I'm a bit older than you, Jacob, but I graduated graduated high school in 2004 uh, and then uh, spent time at OSU afterwards for another four years. But uh, one of the things when I was there, there was essentially a a hockey uh, a hockey club. We'll put we'll put it that way. And um, you know, I I had played uh, up until my senior year of high school, and I I could have done without hockey when I went to college. But a bunch of my buddies were playing on the club team. I didn't really understand kind of what it was going to end up looking like, but what it ended up turning into, and I, I love these guys, and and these guys had a bunch of fun because they decided to do it, but I didn't. 
Um, but they, we just had to go play men's league in Tulsa or Oklahoma City. So that was kind of like our league. So it was about the guys getting together, and that's fun. But then, you know, we weren't actually able to play against uh, other college teams. So um, I really feel like it's one of those situations now to where, you know, you guys doing this, I hate to use the word jealous, but it's like, wait, they got a team now and they're like doing stuff like where was this when, you know, but uh, but that's not to take away from the the guys that uh, played hockey while I was there. But I was just, you know, I was kind of wanting to play other schools and kind of have that uh, uh, competitive nature. But you, you say this is something that's kind of just uh, come up just just recently. How do you go about finding the guys for this? Because I'm sure there's tons of people that that play hockey that live in Stillwater, but you still have to find these people. How do you go about finding them? Because that was kind of our uh, hardest thing. It was all just kind of word of mouth and who's your buddy. Um, and this was kind of before social media was a huge thing. So we had a we had a hard time finding players. But um, how did that work for you guys? How did you guys find that uh, find those players and put that team together? Yeah, well, you know, because my thinking was because Texas hockey has grown so much the past 10 years. And, and like, you know, don't quote me on this. But like half of OSU's population, like the college is like people from Texas. Okay. So, I was like, okay, there has to be some people from Texas that have played hockey or going to OSU right now. There's probably a few from Oklahoma, too, because it's definitely growing in Oklahoma. And surprisingly, I mean, there's a lot of uh, – OSU has a lot of people from up north and, like, Missouri and Colorado and, and uh, stuff like that also uh, go to their school. So um, I, always, I I knew that there we would most likely have enough people, but um, – uh, yeah, social media, like you said, that was that was the biggest reason. So uh, we had some help with like Marshall, OK State, or Old Row, OSU. Um, I, I really give them credit because uh, they just kept posting us. And, and that's how literally like probably three-fourths of our team found out we actually had a team. Um, so social media was it was a huge, huge help. And uh, there's also some word of mouth, too. But I, I mainly give the credit to social media. We could It would not happen without Instagram. It's it, it 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 can be a great tool. I know there's some people against social media, but when you use properly, uh, there's tons of really good things. And it's funny you were talking about uh, Baylor because uh, they usually skate out of the Mansfield Star Center. They play uh, the majority of their games out of there. And uh, I knew that they were kind of starting, you know, kind of uh, they're starting fresh and they were starting a new program. And I didn't really know what to expect. And they showed up and I can't remember who they played, but they, they played a team that had been around. I want to say it was DBU. Uh, Dallas Baptist University. I want to say they played their team did really well, but the the really thing that was surprising to me was they had like 22 skaters or like 24. I was expecting them to limp in with like 11 or 12, but they had a full bench. And this is a first, you know, pretty much a first year squad that's starting all over. So it it almost kind of shows that yes, there are enough hockey players kind of in these schools, but sometimes if you don't if you don't see a, that a program is available, you just assume that you know, well, then it just can't happen. But uh, Jacob, I, I, I really appreciate the fact that you're like, nah, like, let's make a thing of this. Like, I, and this is why you're going to school, why you're doing all these other things. So uh, props to you, sir. Props to you. Yeah, thank you. And like we like for for last year tryouts, I mean, we had like, I think we had like 20, like exactly 20 or 21 guys. Like it was like yeah. we made a team, but we were lucky because we had transfer students come in um the spring semester so we picked up like five guys uh the start of spring semester and that kind of that's what saved us but now like this year um i think we're right now we're at maybe like 30 
33 or 34 people signed up for tryouts. So it's definitely mm-hmm. a lot. So we're very, very thankful for that. Yeah. Well, um, so I kind of want to skip forward a, a little bit here. And how did this, you know, and you don't have to give us all the, the, the recipe for this meal here. But I mean, this thing is being, you know, held at the BOK Center. Um, I believe it's the first time the OSU's ever played OU in hockey. Um, how does this kind of like end up happening? Because I, I, I feel like it's a, it's a great idea. And if you look on social media, um, everybody's really hyping it up. Um, I obviously, you know, follow and I'm friends with a bunch of people from uh, Tulsa and Oklahoma City and everybody's super hyped up about it. And it's a great idea. But who is the one that kind of made this? Uh, and Ethan, you can hop in here, too. But um, how did this come to be like a thing? Like, uh, it's a great idea and it seems like a simple idea. But how did this idea come to be? Because I know uh, Ethan, obviously, OU uh, has been around for, for a little while longer. But um, h- how did this come to be? Um, I would like to start with um, last season um, when we were putting the schedule together and everything like that. Um, we were going through a lot of management changes and like things. We were doing the exact same things. Like we weren't getting social media presence like OSU has. We're changing that real quickly. And even with the last couple of weeks, we've taken over a couple of social media postings and live chats. It's been really blown up. It's crazy how social media works. Just basically going off of Jacob's uh just um his lead of how he's ran his social media so um for bedlam um we originally were scheduled to play just two games against each other um and um at arctic edge and and, um i was talked to a couple guys and including like i was like really um in all of what the island americans did with the uh, all the metroplex uh acha programs bringing them in so i actually Mm -hmm. called the uh, coach on dallas baptist and he let he gave me pretty much groundwork of what happened, what 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 it took to make it happen, and I pretty much threw it on the table to see if either Allen, Tulsa, or even Wichita, Kansas would. And um, I meet me and uh, Jacob immediately got in contact with uh, Tulsa, and they were very nice, uh, very uh, personal. Really wanted to get this thing going, and um, when they when we were allowed to officially announce it, as well as Tulsa announcing it themselves, we were. I was in all of it. Like I was really excited. I was getting phone calls too from guys like, "This is actually happening. Like we're actually doing this." Because obviously, being at OU, um, obviously the two biggest rivalries is Bedlam and of course Red River. And so getting mm-hmm. a Bedlam game, sat down, fully drawn up, and obviously like we're doing this to show how big Oklahoma Oklahoma hockey is. Oklahoma hockey between Tulsa and OKC and the people who came in and out of here. It's it's a pretty big landscape. It's just like Dallas. Like people don't understand how big DFW hockey is until like you put an outdoor hockey game at the Cotton Bowl and you see how many people actually show up. And so like, it's kind of the same thing that we want to pull out. And obviously like with the Tulsa Oilers letting us borrow their um, barn in the morning, like in the uh, midday game, I think we're going to really surprise a lot of people. And obviously we're there to play hockey. We're there to grow the game and uh, get the rivalry, uh, kick started with bedlam uh between ou and osu well yeah and and, and a couple things here i think one of the things that because i've been really impressed i still follow you know i don't like i said i don't live in oklahoma anymore but i I still follow the oilers and i i I want it i want them to you know do well as an organization and just like at the junior oilers at the youth level like i want everything to to be well there but the uh and i i can't i forgot his name but the owner of the oilers now it seems like he has like almost like a goal of uh, kind of combining 
um, what, what hockey is going on around the Oilers and, and kind of trying to be a part of it. Cause I think that that's really important, um, you know, to, to help grow the game is to have the biggest, you know, organization in hockey in Tulsa, which is obviously the Oilers, but to have them kind of being able to be involved in things, I think it strengthens their organization. I think that if, if hockey in Oklahoma is improving, then that improves their brand or their organization. So to, to me, it makes sense. And I think he has, you know, uh, the, the right idea for this. So it's one of those things to where, I, you know, and I, I'm just taking a guess, but, you know, you're just kind of sending it out all over the place and you're saying, hey, this is an idea that we have. But uh, the fact that Tulsa, uh, you know, kind of, um, you know, took that idea and said, yeah, we want to make this a thing and we're going to market this. We're going to do this. Like, I'm proud of Tulsa as being, you know, a past resident. I'm proud that they were the ones that kind of came forward and were like, hey, like, we're going to go ahead and do this. But the second part is that, you know, because I've talked to some people down here in Texas and they like understand Bedlam. And they understand like rivalries, but now I'm going to take it back. But they don't really understand Bedlam. And I'm trying to tell people this will get a lot of people that maybe weren't even hockey fans. This is going to get them involved in hockey because they're going to go Bedlam. Sign me up. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's golf. I don't care if it's tennis. I don't care if it's whatever. Like I want OU to be OSU or I want OSU to be OU. And that's the whole thing. And as long as there's a competition based around that, people will watch it. Because, you know, they're, they have an a, a emotional attachment um, or they're fans of, of those programs. So the, the thing that I think is the coolest out of this whole thing is how many new eyes are going to be on the sport. How many people are going to go to that game just because it's Bedlam? Yeah, it's funny. I, I was uh, talking with a few friends the other day and I was like, yeah, I literally could be Bedlam cornhole and people would still watch it. It's just, it's mm-hmm. that hyped <laughs> up. Uh, can Some I make a comment about the BOK real fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so the funny thing was, we actually wanted to do a Bedlam series um, last year, but we had to go through a lot of hurdles at the school to start. So, yeah, our season started in like October, so it was really late. The OU schedule was already full, and uh, unfortunately, we couldn't do it last year. But with, but this year, uh, one of our guys on our team last year's brother actually works at the BOK for the Oilers, and then our general manager this year. Um, also knows someone uh, in the Oilers too, and so we uh, I brought that the idea up to her, and then I sent it to uh, our friend's brother. And they were all I, I just want to give credit to the Oilers organization because they were all for it. Like they were super excited. Then I shot uh, I hit Ethan up. He was excited. Um, so I was just glad. To, I was just really glad to see how all three parties worked really really well together um, to get it started. But yeah, when we posted that on social media. I mean, it blew up. It was awesome to see. So. Uh, we're really, really looking forward to that series, and we're going to keep that tradition going every single year. Oh, uh, yeah. We hope to bring in more people, too. Obviously, the big bedlam is um, us and OSU, but obviously we have UCO, which is one of the most dominant ACHA D1 programs um, in the country. They almost won nationals last year and have yeah, very two national championships, yet no one really knows about it unless you're in the ACHA in the hockey landscape of that. So, obviously bringing them in and bringing probably like a UT or an Arkansas. Like we want to grow this thing. And obviously we want to be the forefronters of like making it bedlam period of just how hockey and bedlam come together and how many new fans we're going to make. Cause like we, we took a risk to doing this because obviously we have a, uh, I didn't get Baylor at OU um, the exact same time as this game, but we were 
very passionate, very forward, uh, knowing our fan base as well as like I seen it myself when they did the PHF game um, this last season in the uh, at the BOK and about three or four thousand people showed up to a women's hockey game, uh, let alone the, the actual game against the Allen Americans that later that night, about seven thousand people showed up on a random Friday night. And so, yeah. so I know for a fact for like um, and you put Bedlam in the equation, you put OU, you put OSU. Not everyone's a football fan, but maybe there's some people who um, are from the Northeast or from uh, Canada and like OU. And I know OSU has a handful of foreign exchange students that don't understand American football, but they absolutely love ice hockey. And so I know we can get just not only people, but students and fans of hockey to come into this game, as well as fans of Bedlam to experience some brand new. Yeah, well, you know, and you'll you'll obviously have tons, and I'm sure you'll have tons of of hockey fans that, that are obviously going to see some good hockey. But uh, I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of people, and I've had this conversation uh, with you know friends and uh, other people of the sort. But it's one of those things to where hockey is a fun game to watch live. Like you know, there's some people that can watch it on TV, and let, let's say they're not into hockey or don't usually watch it. And I could kind of you know understand like okay, they might just not get it. But, you know, when you get your eyes on a hockey game, if that's maybe the first time that you watched one, there's a certain excitement to it, too. And the fact that it's a physical game. And when you want to talk about, you know, uh, fast paced hockey, uh, physicality, there's going to be a bunch of people that's like, oh, well, this is what Bedlam is. This is what it is. It's, it's a battle. It's, and I'm assuming that uh, and I'm kind of setting you guys up for an easy answer here, but I'm assuming that you guys are going to battle and it's going to be, you know, because because if, if you're on the OSU side and if you are on the OU side, you got to think that you want to win that game so badly just because it's Bedlam, you know, not to say you don't want to win most of your games anyway, but this is Bedlam. Yeah, no, for sure. You, you hit that right on the nail. I mean, I speaking to my my teammates from last year, too. I mean, they're they're totally hyped up, ready to go. I mean. I already know like, our game style is hitting and speed. So there's going to be a lot of big hits, a lot of scrums. Um, so we really like getting the fans involved and stuff like that too. Um, so, I mean, this is, this is a game that you don't want to miss out for. It's going to be a lot of fun, really entertaining. Um, so if you like, you know, physicality and speed, come to the BOK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like from the OU side, like obviously like when it's something like this, we don't take it lightly and like, it's a it's circled on account or not because of how big the event is, but also just it's OSU. And um, in order to grow hockey, we got to play games against OSU. We got to play games against uh, other uh, teams that look like in the ACHA, they would see frowned upon because we're D1 and they're D2. I don't see that. We're all hockey players. I'm from Dallas. Jacob played in Dallas in the same rink I played in in McKinney. Like mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we dropped the puck. It's going to be a hockey game. If there's fighting allowed in this game, you're 1,000% be two or three uh, fights <laughs> just, just to show how passionate, yeah. how driven this rivalry, rivalry is going to be. And obviously, we got to wait till the game because, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be something else that we're here talking about and thinking about what ifs and all that. But when it actually happens and we start playing, um, it's going to be very adrenaline rush and hopefully no one gets too injured or banged up but i expect a couple bruises and a couple slashes and uh obviously a couple of hits here and there because it's a hockey game at the end of the day oh for sure for sure and it, it's funny because you know before before we were recording because i could tell that you guys obviously had uh communicated before and 
uh, it was kind of cool because you guys were kind of sharing some info and some tips on, you know, I'm not going to give it away, but you're, you're kind of helping each other out for a little bit. And you guys are being very nice to each other. And I can just remember thinking in my brain, like, this will last until puck drop, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then as soon as the game's over, you'll go back, obviously, to being nice to one another. But it's just kind of one of those things to where it's like, all right, like, but everybody has that. I mean, people have that against their own brothers. You know, there's brothers oh, that yeah. play against each other in the NHL all the time. There's nothing but love, but when that puck drops, you know, it's, it's time to, it's time to go, but, uh, super excited. And another thing that I have to say to give you guys both props for is, you know, it's like you, you guys are both in college now, uh, Jacob, especially with you, this is kind of the, the beginning uh, of this OSU, you know, hockey club, but you know, I don't know how much longer you have in college, but this, this could be something where you have a huge impact and maybe you don't see the the fruits of your, your labor, you know, until a little bit later, same thing with, uh, with you, Ethan, even though, uh, OU has been around for, for a little bit longer, but it seems like both of you guys are really passionate about it, but you're passionate about it because you're trying to grow the sport, not just locally, but within the state of Oklahoma. And I love to see guys that are trying to benefit hockey, uh, in the state of Oklahoma, which is one of the uh, reasons I had you guys on, but just the way that you speak about it, um, it sounds very selfless and it doesn't seem like you're doing it for yourselves, but you're doing it for your community and, and you're doing it for, uh, you know, the, the kids that are going to come after you, you know, that, that want to continue to play hockey uh, when they're in college. So I think that that's, that's really cool. Yeah, I knew it, it was funny. Like, I'm going to be honest. I kind of did like, I, one of the main reasons I started this program was because I really, really just missed hockey and I missed that camaraderie and, teamwork is like i feel like hockey is one of those sports i mean it's probably the same with football and stuff like that but i mean once once you get a team together and you guys battle together it's your your brothers for life so i just really really miss that and um just last year was so fun seeing how the guys came together like they never knew each other before this and then we're all best friends 20 guys best friends at the end of the season um but it was really awesome because so we didn't really know how it was going to work out our first game against Baylor was at like 1030 at night, Edmond, right? So, so it's 40, 50 minutes away from Stillwater. And we're like, are we even going to get any, any people coming to us on a Friday night at 1030? And that might not seem like a whole lot, but to us, we had like, I think we had like 150, like 200 people on a Friday night at 11 o'clock um, for our first game ever. And that just like, I kind of opened my eyes. I think it opened up everybody else's eyes to how much we could grow this. And then by the end of the season, we're pulling seven, 800 fans a series. Like, and then our, you know, as social media is blowing up and it just, it, it kind of, we're like, okay, we can really make a huge impact in Oklahoma with hockey too now, um, especially now because we have the following. And so that that's our goal going forward now is to see how much we can grow hockey. It's nice that, uh, we can work really well together with OU and UCO because we're all kind of on the same page here. Like hockey, we want hockey to get, we want hockey in Oklahoma to get as big as it is in Texas and to keep growing. Basically, that's that's. Yep. But yeah, yeah. That, that that has that has to start somewhere, and it seems like you know it, it's starting with you guys. Uh, that, that's that's really good. Uh, Ethan, did you have uh, anything to say about that? Yeah, for sure. Um, there's a, um, so this last season has been very challenging for me. I transferred mid season and, uh, obviously, um, like we, we're all now playing in Arctic. So now we're going to have to deal with a lot of, uh, changes with management, coaching and all that, which we, we look a lot better than we did, uh, day one when all this was happening. But 
Um, there's a quote I list to on Spin Chicklets um, when uh, Wayne Gretzky was on. And uh, he was describing how, like, they were doing this, like, Southern expansion plane in places like Oklahoma, Phoenix, um, Seattle, these places that didn't really have hockey until right now. And uh, he was saying, like, um, every single one of the, big, like, big-name players like Orr, Howell, Bobby Hall, were all, all saying no one's bigger than the game. And my legacy of this is I want to leave a legacy where you see an ASU effect between us or uh, OSU um, of, like, Obviously, ASU is the um, kind of example of going from ACHA to D1 to now they're literally having an NHL team playing in the exact same stadium as them. And so that's where I want to get hockey to, not only to make it high level, but like I was a kid in Odessa, Texas, shooting a tennis ball at a graded fence. I didn't have the hockey tools that um, people here today, like in Tulsa, like I was running shooting lessons and, uh, I was uh, teaching kids how to skate and um, like seeing the tools that kids have now to like what I had back when I was a kid. Like, obviously, like that's how we grow the game from the bottom up as well. It's like it's, it's a great game. It's one of the best games in the, in the planet. I absolutely love playing it. You don't have to really um, expect hot weather. If anything, you just bring a jacket in and you enjoy the enjoy the game. And um, yeah, for OU, like obviously we want to grow it big. Like for us, we want to continue growing we want to add a women's program one day we want to be ncaa division one we want a rink on campus because we know if we have a rink that's not 30 45 minutes away and i know jig can attest to this if a rink is on campus when there's a hockey game going on i could not imagine how many people would show up to to a game like there's liberty um university like they have midnight games and literally the whole student body pretty much shows up to it midnight hockey game and there's about seven seven thousand people in the stands and so hopefully one day we can get to that and have our own rinks and um really see the fruits of our labor um shown through um this sport in this state and show that hockey is very relevant and hockey is um a great sport to get into as well as but it teaches you a lot of life lessons like i am not the i'm not like i am who i am because of what how hockey molded me as well as what I'm learning today and what I'm learning in college and a lot of life lessons I've learned through this sport over the years. And so I really appreciate it. And uh, obviously I appreciate you, Adam, coming in here and obviously working with Jacob the last couple of um, months have been very cherishable. And like I'm very excited for this uh, Bedlam game as much as for our season coming up this season. Well, yeah, and, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm even going to come up and watch it. That's how excited I am. Uh, get to, you know, come home, uh, season family, uh, watch you boys. So it, it would be nice if, you know, obviously we got to, got to connect and uh, at least meet face to face. But uh, one thing I did want to get to, and I, I love when my guests kind of make my uh, transitions for me, but one of the big things, one of the big reasons why it was tough for me to try and continue to play uh, while I was at OSU, though, is just the the travel to the closest rink. And um, you guys were both, you know, kind of talking about this a little bit. And even for, you know, OU, uh, Ethan, I think you were saying it's, you know, 30, 45 minutes. You know, that's depending on how many times you're practicing and travel on the weekends. It's still really just a, a, a huge commitment, you know, to, to make it to practice. And and this is during, you know, your, your college years where hopefully, you know, you're going to school, you're doing well, you do the thing, you know, doing the things that you need to do. But can you guys just kind of real quickly maybe uh, talk a little bit about, you know, kind of the commitment needed to to travel? Because it's not like you can just go outside to the, you know, uh, rec fields or whatever to play whatever, you know, sport you want to you know play. Um, but you're, you're, you guys are still having to, to travel a little bit to practice and to play 
Um, but can you kind of just uh, talk about the the commitment um, that you and your teammates put in real quick? Um, yeah, and I just uh, just right before that, I know Ethan probably wants to say this too, but I, I want to remind everybody that so ACHA most teams are player funded. So unfortunately, the universities we're, we're club teams that are schools, um, and we have to, to fund ourselves. I mean, I think I mean. OSU is giving us maybe like 1500 bucks this year. That's like three practices, maybe like that's how expensive hockey is. So I think that kind of shows, um, you know, uh, a commitment right there because players are dropping 12, 1500 bucks. Um, I think, I don't know. I think, OU said, or Ethan, you said y'all's are a little bit more, but you guys play more games. Um, but I mean, that's a commitment right there. That's a financial commitment because the university is not really, they don't fund us right now. Um, and but for us so yeah it's 50 55 minute drive um i mean it is what it is it's not horrible uh but i i so we we were doing practice this year monday and wednesday and I, i'm telling all the freshmen coming in all the new guys i'm like look you're gonna have to you know manage your time really really well because you know you, you know it's practice will be at eight o'clock you know you're gonna have to leave by 6 30 like you're not doing homework that night it's not it's not mm -hmm. gonna anything anything past six you're not, you're not doing homework. So you're going to have to, you want to keep your grades, you know, passing and, and good. You got to manage your time. So it's just, you know, we have whole evenings just gone and which is fine though, because, you know, we love the game and we're going to do whatever it takes to play. It's just, it is a, it is a pretty hard commitment. Yeah. Yeah. And for the OU side, like this year we're uh, relocating rinks to Arctic. So for games, we have to travel a lot farther. We'll still practice. Is that Blazers? But as of right now, they're giving us a uh, a tiny locker room to fit a whole team in, which you know we're men, and so it's gonna be it's gonna be very unique. But yeah, our guys pay um, right now um, three thousand dollars per player to be on the team and get the gear. And like Jacobs, like um, situation with who they play against, they play against guys in Texas. They go down to down south. I, I don't know what y'all as far as this road trip was, but like for us, we gotta. Like this season, we're going to Las Vegas. We go to Colorado twice. We go to uh, Missouri a couple times. And so, like, with um, the division we're in, um, we have to travel a lot more. Um, and so um, dealing with that on top of practices, we're going to practice at around 10, 15 at night every night. And so uh, between Tuesday and Thursdays, uh, give or take, depending on the week. And so between all that and balancing, like, a social life and uh, – doing college right and doing your studies right like guys like some some of our guys can't make games or can't make practices because like just like we aren't lucky to have the athletic uh, schedulers to that extent to schedule stuff around our practices we, we're in the big pool of just like getting stuff done yourself which like it builds a lot of character with a lot of these guys and a lot of these guys um we didn't take anything for the world we've learned a lot a lot of life lessons with um, balancing our schedule, doing things ourselves. And when we need help, asking for help, because like, obviously we have a lot of alumni in our system. We have 20 plus years of OU hockey alumni um, coming up this year, um, um, connections to make as well as just a, like a whole campus. And so, and people support us. It's just like our, our job this year is to make sure that no one questions what OU hockey is because they'll see it themselves, whether it's Hopefully we're selling game jerseys this season. Um, we're trying to go through um, Hockey Monkey to get that approved to actually sell game um, game replica jerseys to T-shirts, to hats, to stickers, like you name it. Um, 
experiences, obviously. Uh, we hope to like do some very unique things throughout the regular season to uh, draw in a lot of different hockey people, in, like unique sports fans in to experience hockey. And so, um, yeah, our guys give a lot. Like for me, I, I stayed here in Oklahoma City for the whole summer um, just to make sure we had a season going the right way and we didn't have a lot of surprises, which I know Jacob has done the same, like with him being the founding uh, um, foundation of his team. He's he's done a lot of hard work, getting geared together, getting game scheduled, making sure the rink is all uh, tip-top shape for all of us to play in, um, as well as like focusing on his own life and focusing on um, what is important to him as well as hockey. Because like we do this, we, we signed up for this. We love hockey. It mm-hmm. sucks that we have to um, sustain ourselves to an extent, but I think with the fan bases, we can grow and build on. And as well as like, obviously like hockey at the end of the day, we can really um, reap what we sow. And whether that's money wise or just like, like one of my favorite games I played this last season was against UCO in Arctic edge. And um, never before in my life have I not only seen a stadium packed, but the whole bottom bowl of our rink was filled with kids just glued to the glass watching our game. Like, it really brought tears to my eyes because obviously like I remember me being that kid and I remember, I know Jacob was probably that kid one time, just seeing it. You got to see it to believe it. And so I know when we go to be okay, we're going to have experience a lot of those kind of kids, hopefully coming in as well as heck parents, like old people, like people, Oh, I know I was in Oklahoma and they've been here for like 20 years. And so like, obviously it's just growing our game uh, visibly and making it very accessible. Yeah. Hey, no- it, yeah, that, that's also, oh, Jacob. Do you have something? I just want to add something real fast. I, I, uh, you know, even though it it sucks that university doesn't fund us, um, I just want to add. I just want to say the OU and UCO's fan base is amazing. So, for example, on on social media, we put out, "Hey, you know, we need X amount of people for game day operations, for video, for photographers, and a ton of OSU students." You know, fill out the Google form and um and applied and, and now helping helping us out this year so it's you know yeah on, on the ice is a big deal but off the ice is an even bigger deal uh sometimes to just to make it happen um so i just wanted to i wanted to thank uh, i guess on the podcast i wanted to thank uh all the osu fans and alumni that are helping us out this year because it wouldn't really happen without you so i even though the university is not specifically helping us like um it's really nice to see the community back us yeah, well, and, and and that's what those are really at the end of the day. That's what it's made up is is the community itself instead of just some you know uh, old man in a in an office somewhere just saying like no, I don't want to I don't want to pay these kids. I don't want to give you know. It's really about the the community within them, and we don't really care at the end of the day. Uh, I mean, if those people want to give you money, then that's great. But uh, this isn't the reason that we're doing it. We're not doing it for them. Uh, we're doing it for you guys and the the entire hockey community. But um, you guys have been great. Uh, this is the last part of the show. Um, I know that uh, majority of the show is free flowing, uh, open format. You know, for the most part, we can talk about whatever we want to. Uh, but when it gets to this part, this is where there's rules, um, very stringent rules. Uh, you have to say something. This is the shout out. Uh, so you have to say anything positive. This could be a shout out for friends and family. Uh, this could be a coaching mantra. It could be a positive idea. I've even left it open for it to be a, a sound. Um, that's only happened once. This is episode 99. Only one person has made a sound. I'm not saying you guys need to, um, but uh, you have to You have to have a shout out and it has to be positive. It has to uh, benefit the people that are listening to it. Um, and I'm going to throw Jacob on the hot seat first. 
Uh, Jacob, do you understand the rules of the shout out and uh, are you prepared? Uh, yes, just ma- make the shout out positive, basically. It just has to be positive. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, uh, so I just want, kind of like what I said before, I just I really want to thank uh, OSU fans and community excited for backing us, uh, you know, the whole season for first season. It wouldn't have been possible without y'all guys, without y'all. And uh, I really want to thank uh, our whole team, our, our coach especially. Like our coach doesn't get paid; he's yeah. he's a volunteer. He's doing this because he loves hockey. Um, same with our two assistant coaches; they're doing it because they love hockey. All the guys on our team putting in the work, like it was, it was a group effort. So I just want to, I wanted to thank everybody for making this happen, um, for working well together. And uh, you know, the second positive thing I want to say is our, our goal is to build a rink in Stillwater. Now, I think the plan is we're going to try to try to do it as a community rink, so kind of the the, the community of Stillwater would pay for it, or like the city government, I guess. Because I don't know if the university he's even, even thinking about that or wants to get on board. Um, but just something to look forward to. That's, that's our goal. We're pushing for it. So, you know, maybe send to city council or, or, you know, whatever Avenue, a, a letter saying, Hey, we need a hot Creek Stillwater or something like that. Um, but just something to look forward to. That's what, that's what we're trying to get. Cause I think it's, I think, uh, uh, Rick and Stillwater would really help the community and we can get youth hockey going in Stillwater. Cause it's a big enough, it's a big enough town to where it would drive. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I 100% agree. Um, It it was funny, Jacob, because like before the shout out, you're like, and I just like to think I'm like, oh, he's doing the shout out before the shout out. You know what I mean? I almost wanted to to halt you right there, but it's okay to to thank thank people again. But uh, uh, you did well with your shout out. Uh, Ethan, are you prepared for your shout out? Oh, yeah, I'm prepared. Okay, go for it. All right. So I I like to shout out, obviously, the boys. Um, If it wasn't for them, I would. Uh, being in the position I am here today, as well as um, people before me at OU, whether it's OU Hockey or um, the people who founded our uh, program, like I really like to shout them out. Um, and then um, obviously shout out the rinks. If it wasn't for the rinks around us, uh, we wouldn't have hockey here. I laugh because for uh, OU, like, well, for Oklahoma period, obviously the scooter wagon is um, like the kind of landmark of what brings people to Oklahoma. For us, it's a Zamboni. And so, uh, I really thank the rinks for bringing hockey here, period. Um, and then also a personal shout-out to obviously my family for supporting me in all this, as well as um, whoever's listening to DFW area, as well as Odessa uh, folks hockey-wise. Like, obviously, they molded me into the guy I am today, trying to uh, get this thing going and obviously um, create a bigger um, a bigger um, landscape of what OU hockey, OSU, as well as Oklahoma hockey is after I'm gone from here. And so I, I really appreciate all the people who uh, loved supporting me and reached out um, as well as like people who have really motivated me to uh, uh, um, obviously not listen to outside noise and just focus on what's at hand, which is growing the sport and playing the game. I love, I love this game so much that I'm, uh, I'm willing to do almost anything for it and not kind of sugarcoating it, but um. I really love playing hockey and I really love seeing people affected by the game in a very positive way. Well, Hey, that's an awesome, those are two, that's a back-to-back good shout outs there. Um, I really appreciate both of you guys for being on, but I have to do the shout out too. I'm not, uh, I can't avoid the shout out cause it's, it's my own rules and I can't break my own rules. Uh, but my shout out is for young men like yourself. And I know I spoke about this a little bit earlier on the podcast, but uh, you guys aren't getting paid to do this. If anything, this is additional work. 
And the, really what you guys get out of this is not financial, but it's just the, the benefit of growing the sport. Um, it's a big reason why I do the podcast itself is to, to try and help and try and uh, be a part of it and not just to be a part of it, to, but to be a positive and, and to, to help the sport grow. And there are just so many things that you guys said today that were completely selfless and you know, you guys are, are kind of spearheading this for both your groups. But at the end of the day, it's not for uh, any sort of like reward other than just seeing what you're building continue to grow uh, and be a benefit to the community. You guys spoke so much about your local communities and their um, interest in the sport. And it, it's just you guys really both. And I can say that you're young, but that's just because I'm old. But it's really nice to see people get it. There are certain people, and I've talked about this before, but there are certain people in the hockey world that they get it and they understand what it's about. And they understand that there's times it's not about making money, but it's about growing the sport and, and being a positive. And I, I just, it makes me feel good to know that not just uh, the state of Oklahoma, but that there's people that, that are younger that, that have the same passion uh, that you two guys do. So I'm just really happy to see that the, the game is in good hands and that, uh, Oklahoma hockey is good and well. Um, so I appreciate both you guys for coming on, but uh, that's my shout out. <laughs> that was a great shout out, Adam. That was really great. Yeah, well, I've done, I've done a lot of them, so I don't know. I'm kind of cheating. I've just I've done a bunch. <laughs> so anyway, I'm kind of cheating. But uh, anyway, um, well, um, I'm going to go ahead and tell people one more time where they can uh, uh, find this game. It's going to be Saturday, November 5th at 4 p.m. Um, at the BOK Center. Um, and then afterwards, the Oilers and the Thunder, I believe, uh, are going to be playing against each other. But um, anyway, uh, can you guys say, because this isn't something I have on deck here, uh, but can you tell them where they can find information or get tickets or uh, can you guys handle that part? Yeah, for sure. So um, there's two different ticket leaks. There's an OSU ticket leak and an OU ticket leak. So our OSU ticket leak is on our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, our bios, uh, everything. It's at OK State Hockey. Um, so if you're an OSB fan, uh, buy it through our link and our bio. Um, we actually get a little kickback from it. So it just kind of helps our mm -hmm. with um, funding uh, for games, practices, et cetera. Um, same with OU. If, you, if you're an OU fan, go to their bios or, or wherever. Uh, Ethan says they have it on and um, they get a kickback too. So, um, it's, but but yeah, that's, that's where you can find it. On, uh, we, also on our website at okstayhockey.com. Okay but um, but yeah, that's, that's definitely, uh, go check it out, check out our social media page, uh, and, and buy your tickets now. Yeah. It's same here. Yeah. Like you, like you said before, it's on our Twitter, it's on our Instagram, it's on our Facebook page. If any of y'all are uh, still boomers of Facebook, um, <laughs> hey, 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 take, take it easy. Hey, hey, hey. I'm a boomer myself. I use Facebook class. So <laughs> I, I, I feel attacked here, Ethan. I'm an old um, man. No, I'm a boomer here, so it's kind of like double stabbing myself. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So um, our ticket links are there. Obviously, between um, us two, um, if you can't come to the Bethlehem game, there's always hockey going on at Arctic Edge Ice Center this season between either um, OSU playing or OU playing. So support us in ticket sales as well as like OSU. If I wasn't an OU fan, if I was if I was really not loyal about this rivalry, I would have a OSU hockey jersey because it's it's a really nice uh, a jersey with the cowboy on it. Um, but between that, uh, buy their merch, buy our merch, support um, uh, either OU or OSU, whoever fan base you choose. But uh, either way, it's going to Oklahoma, period. Just growing our sport. And, like, we're the big dogs. Like, there's no pro hockey in 
Oklahoma City. So the people who really have that like um, example to look up to is teams like us and OS and OSU and UCO. So like we're we're trying to drive the community as best as we can as active students and active players to grow the game as well as play the game to the highest of our abilities. So yeah, please support us and. Any way you can, whether it's ticket sales, buying merchandise, donation links. I know Jacob has a couple donation links too. And so, um, yeah, just support us that way between OU and OSU. All right. Well, hey, um, it's really nice talking to you guys. And you guys are both very well-spoken and really uh, definitely passionate about the game. Uh, Here's my uh, selfish thing that I have to do is I have to tell everybody that how they can get a hold of us, but they can find us at faceoffspotpodcast.com. I'll say that one more time. That's faceoffspot podcast.com you can find us on spotify we're on itunes you can find us on facebook i guess it's for old people uh, you can also <laughs> find us on I'm instagram uh, you, you, you can find us uh you can find us anywhere and uh yet again uh shout out to our sponsor uh howie's hockey tape company uh enter face off 10 that's face off and then the number 10 uh into your coupon code and it gets you 10 percent off and uh if you got a large order It'll probably save you some money. But uh, anyway, uh, Ethan and Jacob, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, I will be at the game. I will find you guys. Um, I'm obviously going to be on the OSU side because that's where I went to school. Uh, but Ethan, I am just there for a good night of hockey. So um, right. I hope to finally meet you guys in person whenever I come up. And I'm wishing you guys all the best. Greg, can I yeah, get one more thing real fast? That's oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I just want to, um, a, little, a little foreshadowing for, for the fans, for the OSU fans especially. We are looking into doing some orange jerseys for next year for an all Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. That, well, you know, we're kind of looking at finances, but we're, we're looking at it. We're, we're definitely, it's, good. it's probably going to happen. So just, just be ready. Hey, le- lean into the orange. That's a, as a, as a, you know, a alumni, just lean into the orange. The orange is the way to go. Just make it, just make it bright and uh, just, just lean into the orange. But, uh, all right. Well, hey, uh, thanks, guys, for coming on. And uh, hopefully we can uh, catch up whenever I end up at the BOK Center on November 5th. So yeah, uh, make sure you guys put up a sign. Make sure you <laughs> have a little fan sign up. And yeah, for us, like, yeah, it's 20th anniversary. So uh, look, look for a lot of fun stuff at Club BOK. We're planning to do some big for the BOK Center uh, with OSU. So well, yeah, I, 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 I still got plenty of orange in my closet somewhere. It's It's around here. Uh, I, I don't know. I kind of have a belly now and I'm not uh, in my 20s anymore. So I will see if they still fit. But uh, either way, I got a bunch of a bunch of pokes here that I will be wearing on November 5th at 4 p.m. at the BOK Center. But uh, anyway, uh, Ethan and Jacob, thanks so much for coming on the show. And uh, I'll talk to you soon, guys.